It is what it is. The the streak of the the TNT Bulls is over as the Bulls lose their sixth game in a row tonight to the Milwaukee Bucks. They did not have Giannis most of this game. The Bulls lose this game by 12. We saw some flashes from a couple of players. Patrick Williams chips in uh, 16. Nikola Vucevic has a much better second half than he did first. But Dalen Terry, the rookie, 12 shots with 13.7 rebounds, 6 assists. He flashed every little bit of the skill that we wanted to see from him. We're going to break it all down and talk about it right after this you are now tuned in to chicago bulls central your number one spot for all things chicago bulls hosted by hayes i presented a question on today's locked on bulls episode and i asked if the bulls should be more focused on winning games or evaluation and by that i did not mean tank but I did mean that should the Bulls be giving the younger players more of an opportunity to really evaluate how many of these younger players they want to keep on the team? Well, we got to see a lot of that today, in which Kobe White started. He plays 37 minutes. He goes 4-14 from the field. We got Dalen Terry to play 27 minutes in this game. He plays. He scores 13 with seven rebounds, six assists, one steal, flashing everything that we wanted to see from Dalen Terry. We even got a Marco Simonovic signing. Now, he only uh, won one minute. That doesn't matter. He did have a positive plus eight in his one-minute play, so shout out to that. Carlick Jones, we even got to take a look at him. But what the Bulls did today in playing the younger players as many minutes as they had was a, was forced out of necessity. And that is one of the biggest issues with the Chicago Bulls team and with how many fans feel about head coach Billy Donovan right now. The, the things that Dalen Terry showed today shoot, showed and proved why he should have probably been getting minutes at most of this season. And the lack of giving him minutes, the, 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 the stunning his development to several degrees has hurt this team. Imagine where... Dalen Terry would be at right now. This is Dalen Terry's third game playing meaningful minutes. He's played better every single game. Imagine where Dalen Terry would be right now, even if he was playing 10, 12 rotational minutes for the Chicago Bulls, who have had injuries for the most part of the season. Now, not as bad injuries, but they could have just been given the rookie some. Imagine where Dalen Terry would be right now. Dalen Terry showed everything that we hoped and wanted to see from Dalen Terry. And he goes to show and prove that with more minutes, he could be farther along in his development. And that is the biggest indictment on head coach Billy Donovan, in my opinion. Not that everyone has to share that opinion with me, but that is my opinion in the, in the matter because the, the one of the biggest things with this season coming into this, we knew that development was expected from our young players. And a good head coach finds a way to build up and develop young players even while trying to compete. But head coach Billy Donovan did not do that. He has not tried that. He's, he doesn't even use the veterans that are on this team to the best of their abilities usually, and we're starting to see that. And I hope that that's something that this front office is looking at as well, and hopefully, because we know Billy Donovan isn't going to be fired, but a conversation with their head coach on a development plan for these young players going into next season. There's no way or argument that anybody can make that I would necessarily listen to that's gonna that should explain why Dalen Terry has not, at least at this point, shown why he needs to be getting more minutes than what he's beginning for the Chicago Bulls team. Now, again, not everything's on that. Would the Bulls have more wins? Probably not. I'm not saying that that wins the Bulls a lot of more games. I'm more so saying that it sets the Bulls' future up 
to be more clear, to know what we have and to evaluate. Billy Donovan has done a piss poor job with those younger players, and it's been allowed by our front office. So as much as we have problems with it, our front office has absolutely allowed that. Our front office has looked at that and said, you know what? This is cool with us. And as long as those things continue from the Chicago Bulls team, it almost doesn't matter anything else. Like, and not that everything needs to be on the younger players or just focus on the younger players' development, but more than what has been given them absolutely should be. And I hope that we see that from this team. I hope we start seeing a better development plan for these players. I start. I hope that we start seeing that because this these players deserve it. They've shown why they deserve it. And we need to be giving them that. And the, and the longer that goes by that we don't, the longer that goes by we are hurting and shooting our own future in the foot by doing the things that we've done this season with the development of our young players that should, at least in some stretch of the imagination, be our future. So I'm going to present this question to you guys. You guys can let me know how you feel about it. Do you think I'm off basis? Or do you agree with the way and play of, of, of Dalen Terry should he have been playing the majority of this season? Again, not saying that he should be playing 30 minutes or anything like that, but at least I do think that he should have been more so in the rotation, and I think that's being made evident right now. I definitely think that. Now, outside of that, this Bulls team is in absolute shambles. It's shitty. Um, Zach Levine has some of the worst basketball IQ I've ever seen in my life. I think I've seen 12-year-olds with better basketball IQ in fourth quarters than what Zach Levine shows. Um, and that that's that's something to be said. But again, this game was a game that was away long before the fourth quarter was underway. But your superstar, $215 million player, went 5 of 16 and scored 18 points for you. That's not going to get the job done. It's not going to get the job done. It's not. So, you know, we we sit in a place, and I've said this before, there's nothing that the Chicago Bulls team can do positively that changes my mind on where what needs to happen in this offseason. And heads got to roll. It's time. It's absolutely time. Seeing, seeing this team lose their best player, a generational talent, in Giannis Antetokounmpo, and the Bulls still have no answers. And this is still a talented Bucks team. Don't get me wrong. This is a very talented and deep Bucks team. But it's just, hey, man, it's this is weird, man. Like, I hate being where we are right now. I hate being the place that we are right now. I hate us not trusting this team. I hate this team not giving us enough to where we can even look at this team remotely and say, this is, this is something that we can build off of. But let's go ahead and get into the comments and see how you guys feel. Kastaya, uh, Dalen Terry with a stellar performance, nice passing, good hustle, and D, that's what she said. Um, but I agree with you. Alex Larez, Dalen Terry is the one tiny light in a sea full of darkness. You are absolutely right, my brother. Give me all the Dalen Terry minutes possible. Sign me up as well, brother. Sign me up. Gaping hole C-dub? Wow. <laughs> How did we get there? We let Bre Broke Lopez score 30, drop 33 on our heads. It's, it's, a, it's bad business out there, brother. Very bad business. Salim. I'm glad I, I'm happy we lost. I think this forces change. Listen, I keep telling you guys, there's no loss that forces change. No singular loss. It doesn't matter if the Bulls win every single game from now, they lose every single game from now. It's an evaluation of how this team looks that needs to force change. This game missing DeMar DeRozan that ain't going to necessarily force any change, but how this team is played overall needs to force some change. I don't understand why Zach just can't carry this team. Kobe, Pat, and Dalen, um, see they and they alone should be untouchable. I don't care about winning the season. It's over. Uh, I want to see the young the young guys ball. I, I feel you on that. I feel you on that. This team's still going to try to fight for the, for the play-in, though. They're definitely doing that. 
One thing I love about Dalen Terry's game is that he always goes in for the rebound. He follows his shots. Simple things you learn in basketball, he follows his shots. Starting to think the Bulls, honestly, are not interested in getting into the playoffs. Listen, I just don't know if they have the heart, man. Am I crazy or does Tony Bradley look like he may as well play him? He, he Maybe he improved. Time to roll it? No, it's not time to roll the dice on that. Only getting Russ will change if we play. No, it does not. Like, we got to stop. We overrate shit. Getting Russ doesn't change the plan. The plan is the plan. If they get Russ, it's not to change the plan. It's to solidify and give them a better team, better chance at the plan. It doesn't change the plan. Also, this was a back-to-back, and we really tried to win that Indiana game and lost. Yeah, but it doesn't matter. This, If you saw the, the play of this team, this wasn't a loss that I look at and say the energy was a thing on a back-to-back. This team just sucks ass. That's what that was. The, the ultimate raid says, don't worry, Hayes. AK promise we'll make the playoffs. That's funny. Sluggo, playing daily uh, Terry all season and having him develop opens up more opportunities for them to have made a trade. Uh, sad shit. The entire season has been wasted. That's deep. I mean, when you look at it in real re- reality, right? We came into this season wanting to make improvements um, and, and wanting to go further in the playoffs. Doesn't seem like that's happening. We, we bet on continuity, hoping that this team would unlock something, being together another year, and maybe that they, they, can, they can just play better overall. Didn't work. A waste there. We talked about needing something from the younger players. Io, Pat, Kobe. Kobe has stepped up. Other than that, failure there. This team has failed at everything that they told us was the goal of this season. Let's just be clear here. Not even our expectations. What they said their expectations was they have failed at every single one of them this season. Every one of them. And you you are an idiot. I guess, you just, I, I mean, I just hate to put it fr- frankly, but you're stupid. Um, Agent DeMar and Vooch are gone in the offseason. I wouldn't necessarily say both of them. What do you expect from Zach? Listen, that, that look, we can't throw nobody. First, y'all were giving Zach bail for, oh, well, he had a baby. What the fuck? Now, what do you expect Zach to do? Play better. That's what the fuck you expect me to do. That's what superstars do. That's what max level players do. If you can't bet on your max player to step it up on the second of a back-to-back, then he shouldn't be a fucking max player. Let's be clear here. I understand why they gave him the max, because they had to, but when you give a player the max, you absolutely expect for them to step it up on the second of a back-to-back. Mark, pathetic, pathetic, pathetic. Definitely, definitely, definitely. Hayes, if it came down to it and you had to pick one out of DeMar and Zach, who you got because I can't see us moving off both. Easy, Zach. And and that again, that's not an indictment on DeMar being bad. It it makes no sense to build around it. If we're building around a 34-year-old player who has one year left on their contract, no, that's just bad business. So while it 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 sucks at this point with how he's lacked to step up as a max player, but it still makes more if you're gonna keep either one of them to keep Zach Levine. It just does. It doesn't make any sense to try to build around a 34-year-old player with one year left on their contract. That just doesn't, that's that's not smart business. So um, if it, you had to pick anyone, absolutely, it's it, it would be Zach to go. I mean, uh, uh, DeMar to go. Keith Don't Miss says, I'm not going uh, to lie, I stopped watching Bulls games. Uh, I've been at peace. That's funny, bro. Um, continuity is synonymous with mediocrity when it comes to this Bulls team. That's a fact. You know what? They have ruined the word continuity for Chicago Bulls fans. Literally. They cannot... Use the word, even if we do have great continuity three years from now, AK can never 
out his mouth, use the word continuity, and expect a positive response from Chicago Bulls. You have ruined a whole word for a city and a franchise. That's how bad the season's been, right? That's how bad the season's been. That's crazy, bro. That's crazy. I love how Billy didn't give minutes to Patrick, any minutes in the fourth. Love how he put Zach in too late after Javon Carter started popping off. Listen, Billy Donovan's trash, bro. He's trash. Cornelius says, facts, Hayes. I totally agree. I appreciate that, brother. Okay, but you know the difference? He got CP3, and even when CP3 was down this season, Devin Booker has learned to step it the fuck up. Did you not see him drop? What did he drop, 60 on us? The difference is Zach Levine had a season plus of playing next to a veteran and hasn't learned shit. If anything, he's gotten worse. Devin Booker stepped his game up when Chris Paul came into that team, and he's maintained that. He actually learned that. Zach Levine ain't done that. You, you're, not, you're not getting anything in here trying to defend Zach Levine right now, bro. I tell you, you're barking up the wrong tree. Bathler Payne, 34-year-old player who has been the focal point of a team and wasn't good enough to get over the LeBron hump. That Raptor squad was consistently running through the league but froze in the playoffs. Yeah, but that's more than just him, right? And to say that he couldn't get over the LeBron hump, there are a lot of players in the NBA right now who don't have rings because they couldn't get over the LeBron hump. Let's just be clear here. Gullet TV, no, nah, content creators in the media ruined that word. No, we no. AK ruined that word because he's the one that used it. The national media and content creators piggybacked off the fact that that's what he used and it defined this season. So again, no, we commented on it because that's what we should do and comment and be in touch with what this what was said around this team. AK decided to use that and to try to pitch us on the fact that continuity would get us in a better place and we ended up in a worse place for it. I'm going to tell AK continuity these nuts. That's funny. Flacco uh, says, Hayes, could we get you and addition to go on roast me um i don't even know what that is bro i have no idea what that is none the come up podcast the difference between players like mitchell booker and zach zach is soft that's it uh it, the people overuse the word soft no he's just not an intelligent basketball player and he he zach will go to the lane zach isn't soft he's not afraid to go to the lane he was when his knee that's not that's not soft he's not afraid of contact he's just mentally he just doesn't have the best basketball iq BLR, uh, Hayes, I'm a Bulls fan and – damn, you're a Bulls fan and a Cowboys fan? It's been a tough year for you, brother. Uh, fans suck when your team ain't changed shit since Jordan with Bulls and the Cowboys ain't just Troy Aikman. That's deep. That's deep. Right now, I wish continuity equals me mediocrity, uh, but we ain't even that. We are bad below mid. Uh, I mean – we're not a middle of the pack team, right? We're sitting at the at the bottom of the towards the bottom of the Eastern Conference. So I guess you got a point there. I believe we're in a better place than our record reflects. How are we? In a, I need your explanation on that, bro. Not to say I I disagree, but I just need to hear your explanation on that. Omar says, "Yo, Hayes, when are you going to do a therapy session call again? I need to release some steam, my boy. I'll probably do a um." It, it's coming. We'll do something. We'll do something. We, we got a long. We got a long All Star break, right? This is our last game until next Friday. So with no live streams during the week, I'll probably sneak something in there. It's been a while since we heard that intro song when the Bulls get a win. Yeah, because we ain't getting one because the Bulls ain't got no goddamn wins, bro. Like this team's trash. I love Channel Eight, but every time I turn tuned in. Uh, but it's always snowing on this. We get a blur every once in a while, but it's mainly snowing, LOL. What? No idea what you're talking about there, brother. Philly got the process. Now we got continuity. That's funny. Brandon Facts, uh, but we built a great team because we finessed Scotty on seven years, 19 million. That ain't happening again. Well, no, we would have had a team regardless of that. 
keep in mind that was before the salary cap era. Um, I mean the luxury tax era. So yeah, I mean we we were able to build a better team because he did take that low of a contract, but it was more that went into it than that. Zach is being used as a scapegoat for the season. He got paid, and everyone is expecting. Bro, shut shut. I'm sorry. You got to shut up on that narrative, bro. When you are literally having one of the worst shooting seasons of your career, that's not a scapegoat. That's not a scapegoat, bro. That, like, let's be clear here. That's not a scapegoat. Zach Levine is having the, one of the worst efficiency seasons of his career. He's averaging 24 points per game, which is his lowest total. He averaged 24.4 last season. But other than that, it's his lowest total since 2018-19, right? His three-point uh, field goal shooting percentage is the lowest it's been since 2018-19 again. Uh, so, no, it, it's a bad season for Zach Levine. That's not a scapegoat. He's having a bad season. For him, by his standards that he set with his play, he's having a bad season. And then on top of that, how many how many clutch times in the fourth quarter has Zach turned the ball over? How many clutch time in just the last 10 games has Zach Levine been at the line and missed free throws that should have? Hell, there was one game which we would have won the game if Zach just hit his, his career average of 80% at the free throw line. So no, that's not a scapegoat. A scapegoat is when you're made to be blamed for everything the team's going through. Nobody's blaming everything the team's going through with Zach. But they are talking about the fact that Zach Levine has had a bad season by his standards. That's not a scapegoat. We need to learn the different definition of things. Words mean things. He's not being a scapegoat. God, I do not ask for much, but if you can get me Scoot Henderson, I'll pray every day. That's funny. That's funny. Shy Rax, what's going on, bro? <laughs> We're not sacrificing enough kids to Moloch. That's funny. That's funny. All right, and what are you talking about? He hasn't had a point guard most of his career here with the Bulls, and he still was able to put up efficient seasons. Let's be clear here. Zach Levine has been on the search for a point guard his whole entire career here with the Chicago Bulls. The only time he did have a point guard was 25 games with Lonzo Ball. So what are you talking about? He was still able to be efficient without a point guard. Stop. You're trying to now you're trying to find a scapegoat to excuse him having a bad season when he's had much worse teams than this and been better. That's not a, like you're you're the one trying to find a scapegoat. You know something crazy? Everyone praising Dalen right now, but let him have one bad game. Everybody's going to be saying he's a bust. We shouldn't have drafted him. And God knows what. Oh, for sure, bro. Bulls fans are so up and down. Bulls fans have so up and down. Can Billy be fired at the end of this year? Technically, yes, but he won't be because he just signed an extension. Eric Watson, what up, bro? Keep preaching. I appreciate you, brother. The TV snowing the channel don't work. You hit this up, bro. You, 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 you bro, your, your, your brain went into reset there, brother. Your brain went into reset. <laughs> I don't know what's up with Zach, but he kind of seems mentally checked out. It saddens me because I like this. I like Zach, too. I like Zach, too. And I, I really do want to see... With an offseason of him not getting surgery, an offseason of him being healthy, hopefully the whole offseason, how he comes out and attacks the start of next season. But this season has been a bad season for Zach Levine. Great point, Eric. Zach Levine has been playing bad, but he isn't a bad player. This is a bad season. He can bounce back, absolutely. But it's up to him to show that. Dude must have forgot Zach was still good and efficient when Arky Diacono was our player. Exactly, bro. Like, that, that's my thing. That's my thing. He played next to Chris Dunn and had an efficient season. You don't get no excuse for not having a point guard in that case. Like, you don't get no excuse for that. I can understand you not winning games, right? But to play bad, to not be efficient, you don't get any, any, any excuse for that. You don't get no bell for that. We gave him a new coach, a big man, another all-star, and a point guard. We don't need to give him another one. Well, the team does need another point guard. 
And see this, like, bro, what, are you sniffing Zach Levine ball hair? Is that what you're doing right now? Like, like I've never, like, grown men who cap for another grown ass man this much are strange individuals. Tra- First of all, Laurie wasn't eight years or nine years into his NBA career. Let's be clear here. He is nine years into an NBA career. That's when you're supposed to be refining, right? You're not going to go away and become the next Laurie when you're nine years into your into your NBA career. <laughs> like, come on, fam. Come on. You got to, like, are you, did you just become a fan when Lonzo Ball came to this team? You had to. Because the way to experience the thrill of March Madness. If you're still out on the hunt for a sports book to call home, bet the nonstop action of March Madness with my bookie. Enter the bracket contest for a chance to take home prizes up to $25,000 or pick from a huge selection of straight bets, props, and odds boosts. Whatever your style, my bookie makes it easy to play your way and get paid. Sign up now and take advantage of our generous welcome offer to score a massive first deposit bonus up to $1,000. All you have to do is claim the code Bull Central, but the fun doesn't stop there. Get up to the minute odds, free bets, and expert predictions to help you decide who to put your money on. The best part about my bookie, you can bet on anything, anytime, from anywhere. Use the promo code Bull Central to secure your limited time welcome bonus today. What you talking I'm, you couldn't have possibly watched Zach Levine the whole time he's been here in the Chicago Bulls. You couldn't possibly have. There, you can't possibly have. Damn, he's speaking facts. I do like Zach. I hope he straightens out. I think he really misses Zoe more than anyone. Don't get, and that's a, a great point there. Lonzo Ball was the perfect point guard next to Zach Levine. The way that he communicated on defense helped Zach Levine be a better defender, right? But let's let's not act like Lonzo was used as a point guard in the half-court offense either because he wasn't. So – you know, I understand that 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 absolutely Zoe helps some things, but he doesn't help Zach Levine shoot the ball better. He doesn't help Zach Levine not make mental mistakes when he has the ball in his hands. Now, you can take the ball out of Zach's hands at that point, but it still doesn't help him not make the mistakes that he's been making. This The question is, can Zach improve his decision-making next season? Yeah, I mean, anything's possible, but I think more importantly, you want to put build a team to where Zach doesn't have to be the one making those decisions, right? Keep in mind, Zach Levine came into the NBA as a point guard. They found out very quickly that he was not going to be a point guard in this league. And it was better for it, right? He's better as a shooting guard. But still, he needs to be efficient in what he does. (laughs) I warned him, some people just can't take the L. Like, bro, it's it's bananas, bro. I, I know y'all didn't expect the Bulls to win. Oh, no, La Ma. We've been, I, listen, if you listen to any of my episodes today, I've literally been saying I ain't got no hope for the Bulls to win today. People were talking about the TNT Bulls. I literally laughed. How I feel right now, pack all these motherfuckers up, but Benny the Bull, I love my Bulls, but this ain't it. It's definitely not it, bro. Definitely not it. I misread that. Let me go back. Where's City Fence last thing? We gave him a new coach, a big man, another all-star, and a point guard, and we need to give him another one. No, I read that right. What are you talking about? That's exactly how I read it, unless I'm tripping. Uh, do you believe the Bulls will properly develop Wimby or Scoop if we got, even got a top four pick? Raptors wreck us on player development. I've been saying that all, like, I've been saying for the Bulls fans that have been blow it all up, go full rebuild. I'm like, okay, so then you want three years of Billy Donovan developing young players? That's that's a that's a tough outlook, bro. Like I don't I don't trust Billy Donovan to, to develop anything but um, a, a jaw disease from chewing too goddamn much. Must be that guy from Bulls Nation Group always trying to make Zach look better. In our eyes, that's funny. I, I know that guy. I, I know that guy. 
My song, Sea Orange, I mean Sea Red, pre-orders go live tomorrow. Terrible timing. That's funny. You you are literally too stupid to, to offend. Like, I, I, I don't understand. Like, you are literally too unintelligent to understand and comprehend the things that have been saying in front of you. Like, it's, it's, it's just bad, bro. Like, it's just bad. That, that's, a, that's literally a failure of public school. Can we sign and trade Kobe White? Yeah, technically we can. But why would you want to? I'm late. Hey, he's murked anybody yet? Uh, no, I've been trying. I'm trying to save Malcolm here. I'm really trying to. But he's he's turning into a nagging ass woman. Like, it, it, I don't understand it. I mentioned a while back that the Bulls are going on a 10-game losing streak. Basketball God, please, all I can wish for now is a, it's not coming to you. I'm telling you right now, it's not coming. It's A top four pick is not coming for the Chicago Bulls team. And if a top four pick comes... I will literally enjoy drink a whole bottle of tequila live on air. But I'll tell you what, no matter how much losing the Bulls do, a top four pick is not coming for this team. People was just praising Kobe White last night. Now you want to sign and trade him. Y'all are seriously mental right now. We got to start writing down people's takes so we can call it back up. <laughs> oh, man. It was a, no, no, no. I know it was a question. But listen, yes, we need another point guard, period. I mean, yeah, we know that. I think we've been talking about I know it was a question, but to me, to me, City Fink, you in my you in my restreams every day. You know I've been saying we need a point guard. And I've been saying for a long time the Bulls, even when Lonzo Ball is healthy, have to have a high-level point guard on the roster anyway, because you cannot bet on Lonzo Ball to stay healthy. Hayes, we got a 32% chance. Yeah, bro. I know the percentage. That shit don't mean nothing. This is the Chicago Bulls, bro. This is the Chicago Bulls, man. Do you see Levine getting traded this offseason? Here's what I'll say. Anything is possible. Um, it just depends on which direction AK decides to go. If he decides to try to do a retool, keep the talent that he has on this team and try to add better talent to it, that would mean trading DeMar. Um, I just don't see if, if it came between, you know, what's one of the two. If you got if you try to keep two of the big three, to me, the one that goes at that point is DeMar DeRozan. You then try to add a three on this roster that is more of a, Threat to stretch the floor, can play more in in off the ball, who can do those type of things, who can maybe be a better defender. Um, because then at that point, if you're looking at you have a nice two-way player at the three, and if Lonzo Ball ever gets back healthy, which I definitely think that um, the rapture will begin before Lonzo Ball is ready to come back uh, to basketball. I b believe Jesus will walk the earth again before Lonzo Ball is playing basketball again. But I hope I'm wrong. But even if Lonzo Ball is back healthy, you have a two-way player there. You have Zach Levine, uh, a great offensive weapon that can come off screens, things like that. You then have, theoretically, at that point, a 3 and D uh, wing that, that is a threat to stretch the floor. Uh, you can have Vooch. I think with Vooch operating in more space once DeMar isn't in the post, I think the thing people forget is that DeMar basically is a low post player at small forward. That's not going to work in the modern-day NBA. Look at where he gets his shots compared to where Vooch gets his shots. They're almost in the same place. So to open that up a little bit more with your center that is also a solid passer, I think it makes the offense look better. But you have to replace you have to replace DeMar with something specific. You can't just get a worse player and just think, oh, now the ball's about to move better out there. You can't do that. But a biscuit in the building. But that's my dude now. He says, get the tequila on now then. Hey, bro, I, listen. I tell you what, if the Bulls get a top four pick, I'm drunk as fuck on live air. You ain't got to worry about it. You ain't got to ask about it. When the lottery happens, if that if that Chicago Bulls ping pong ball falls in the top four, you just stay just if you're watching the lottery, just go ahead and turn it on to Chicago Bulls Central because you in for a goddamn show. Because I'm taking a bottle of tequila to the head, and we about to have some fun on the live stream. 
That's it. That's it. Anybody seen Ve February Vooch? I thought that was a thing. No, only Shay thought that was a thing. Uh, post D-Rose era, draft picks have been utilized so, so poorly. Wimby could prob probably be like a Tingus Pingus combined with Alonzo Ball health staff. That's crazy. Um, I mean, yeah, when you look at really since the since our, our last great draft pick. Well, I mean, no, because technically they hit on Larry. They just didn't. They 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 corrupted him so much in that Jim Boylan season that he didn't want to stay here. The time that he spent with Jim Boylan soured not only him on the Bulls, but he's talked about it now. It messed up his confidence as a good basketball player. So had we never went to Jim Boylan, or had Jim Boylan only been the interim head coach and we hired an actual head coach after Fred Hoiberg, Larry probably would still be here. Um, but you know that's just what happened. <laughs> oh, you thought Lonzo was coming back this season? <laughs> Not going to happen. Let's say we look into the top two pick. I think AK trades Levine and DeMar at that point. I still don't think so. Because I still think that this is a, that AK is still somebody, even when you look at Denver. He never technically went full rebuild in Denver. Um, so I try to look at those things when I think about the methodology of a GM. And I think AK is always going to be a GM that tries to keep the team at a certain level of play. And I think, I don't think if we get a number two pick, we're going to trade Zach right away. I think maybe if that number two pick in one or two seasons turns into a superstar, then at that point, AK would look at that $40 million of, of Zach Levine and say, listen, we got Scoot Henderson, who is blossomed into an absolute superstar. We don't need Zach. Let's take that $40 million and get some pieces to build around Scoot. Has Patrick Williams developed? Did Io turn into anything? What has Daylon Terry turned into? We can fill that out with trading Zach at that point. But a number two pick does not mean we're automatically trading Zach Levine right after we draft that number two pick. I think AK is going to take some time to evaluate. He's going to see if that player actually turns into the player that you can then build a franchise around before he makes that decision. AK isn't the GM that's going to be like, oh, we got the number two pick. Bam, we about to be good in a couple of years. Let's trade everybody away. I don't think he's going to do that. I think he's going to say, all right, we got Scoot. Let's see if Scoot develops. All right, we're two years in. Scoot Henderson is third in the league in scoring and he's playing some pretty damn good defense. I bet we need we need some we need some shooters around him and a big that can stretch the floor. We got forty million dollars in the Zach Levine contract. At that point, it'll be like forty six. Let's move that. That's what that's going to be. It's not going to be an immediate thing. Julio Chavez, question for you, Hayes: Would you want to keep or move Zach? And would you like to see who would you like to see coming? I kind of already talked about that. I don't see Zach being moved right now. Um, I, I mean, there is a there is absolutely a world in which that does happen, but I don't necessarily see that being the route that AK goes this offseason. Um, so I don't really have an answer to that outside of that. Let Chris Fleming coach again. That's funny. No, I don't necessarily think Zoe's career is over, Vaughn. In, in re reality, no. I just think that what we've seen here with – and keep in mind, he'll come back with only two years left on his contract. At that point, for the rest of Zoe's contract, he has to play – 60 to 70 games a season before I would consider re-signing him to another long contract, personally. I don't think his career is over with, but I do think that the first year that he comes back after being out of basketball for at that point, it'll be over a year and a half. It's going to take some time before we see if Zoe is still Zoe. It's going to take some time before Zoe even maybe feels like he can be Zoe again. And then at that point, you got one year left to really evaluate. So I just don't know. Gary, thank you for the super chat. He says, Lonzo Ball equals Greg Oden. Oh, bro, no. It's, even Zoe's career ain't that bad, bro. It's not even that bad. 
Petty Roosevelt will turn into We Ready Roosevelt if the Bulls fall in the top. Oh, no, I'm still going to be Petty Roosevelt all the time. Um, but it's, it's you know, we'll see. We'll see. Big T, uh, your chat, y'all keep blaming Billy for adjustments, but what does he have? No size to help Vooch when he beat no shooters when they're loading the paint. It's not all his. Nobody's saying it's all. Well, at least not me. Nobody's saying. I've, I've been very vocal that it's not all anybody's fault. It's not all Billy's fault. It's not all Zach's fault. It's not all DeMar's fault. It's not all AK's fault. It's a combination of just all those things getting to a point to where it just ain't good for this franchise right now. But Billy Donovan, even at his best, showed a lack of lack of, of adjustments. That's fair. If you just look at Billy's career, he's shown a lack of ability to adjust. One of the things that even you know coaches like Sam Van Gundy have said about Billy Donovan, if you start doing random things on defense that Billy Donovan maybe didn't plan for, he doesn't know how to adjust to it. That's him over his career. So it's not just about what he did or didn't do on the Bulls, but this whole season is, isn't just Billy Donovan's fault. D. Roberts says, uh, D. Rose is not the same player anymore. I've been saying that to people for the longest, bro. Which It's in the description, brother. Aaron, it is in the description. Sydney, if Zach isn't traded, could the front office lower the salary to fill up, free up more space to sign players on the team? I don't know how to phrase the question, but how that makes sense. No. So the NBA isn't the NFL. In the NFL, you can rene renegotiate a contract that you're in, and you can even decrease maybe a year and then add some of, some of that on the back end or in bonuses. With the NBA, the you can restructure a contract, but the only way that you can restructure a contract is to increase it. So, so no, you can't negotiate in the NBA to lower a player's contract. It's just not possible via the CBA. But I understand what you're getting at there. It's just it's just not something that's possible in the CBA. How we have four likes right now? We don't. We got 68 likes. Um, Hayes is a goddamn basketball genius. I'm, I'm just crazy, bro. I'm just crazy. Yo, Hayes, if the Bulls go on a 10-game win streak, you got to cut that pubic hair off your face. Nah, it's, it, listen, it's left from your mama riding my face, bro. Like, that's all it is. She had just soaked her, her body in the uh, juices and berries from Africa, and I told her to just go ahead and ride it. How about this? If the Bulls win a 10-game winning, uh, if they go on a 10-game winning streak, you got to show your cockeye live on TV. How about you got to do that? You 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 got to do that. You got to show that lazy eye live on TV so we can roast you. That's what you got to do, Omar. Period. Nobody named Omar's mama ever loved him. That's all I can say with that. <laughs> it's all fun. Omar's my guy. It's all jokes. I'm not actually talking shit about Omar. That's just me. Omar, uh, we we have that relationship. We can crack joke, jokes on each other. That's all. <laughs> Um, Hayes, do you think Iowa would be part of this team next year knowing that he's a free agent? Yes. I don't think that they let him go for anything. And the fact that he's restricted, I think they do bring him back. I think they bring him back. I'm going to say right now, with the season that Iowa's had, he's coming back on a base salary of $6.5 million. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> oh, man. That's funny. Like, it's all it's all love with Omar. Omar can actually roast. I've seen Omar before. He can actually roast. I didn't even see this. Hayes, uh, have mercy on me, bro. <laughs> you good, fam. You you almost threw me off there because I'm reading. I'm like, damn. <laughs> Jared, you can't call somebody an idiot when you are saying something idiotic. The Bulls have won 26 games this season. Y'all got to stop acting like, oh, the Bulls have won 40 games, and, and we've mostly won those when DeMar was in the game. We have won 39 games in the last 12 months. That does not make DeMar untouchable. That does not scream to me that DeMar has, has made us that much more of a winning team. When you're a 26-win team, 
Everybody can go. Everybody can go. Omar was about to get roasted. You just saved that man from a heat fest. No, Omar's my dude, bro. Like, he's funny. This, this, I, why, why do y'all do this? You just added Russell Westbrook to your My 2K team and we made, okay, bro, that's 2K. Why, why do we bring 2K stuff into real life? Why do we do that? Real talk, Io played himself into a bargain. If he comes back looking better, it might be for the best long term. Yeah, Io got to realize, and his, his agent was, because going into this season, had Io increased and played better, and he came in as a starting point guard, I'm sure his agent was like, listen, we about to get you about 10 11, bro. We about to get you about $11 million a season. That's what we about to get you. And then his agent, every game that goes by, he's just like, Io about to go talk to his agent in, in this season. He's going to be like, yeah, so you think you can still give me that $11 million? And Io's agent going to look at him like, nigga, the fuck wrong with you? You think I can get you $11 million? Nigga, get the fuck up out of my office, bro. You going to take this $5 million contract and shut the fuck up. That's what you about to do, nigga. And them blood fucking dreads sitting there looking like, like, get the fuck up out of my office, motherfucker. Can you up out of my goddamn office, nigga? That's what his agent gonna say, bro. Like it's 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 over for Io, bro. Like he's not getting that contract, bro. It's 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 over for him. It's not happening. It's not happening, <laughs> bro. Y'all gotta stop with the conspiracy thing. Y'all know how to turn sports into a goddamn soap opera, bro. He's still hurt. Like let, the All Star Game is a glorified exhibition. Let's wait to see how many minutes he plays. Let's wait to see how he plays. Keep in mind, it's DeMar DeRozan. He's been playing with that injury since 10 games, he said, before the Boston game. That would mean he's been playing with that injury technically for over half the season. That doesn't mean he can't play. They they rested him so they, they can get some more rest going into the All-Star break. Let's stop acting like he ain't hurt, bro. Like, y'all know how to turn this shit into some damn, goddamn sports center shit. I mean, uh, a soap opera shit. Calm down, bro. Calm down. Ali fought in the building says, some of these comments are giving me Forrest Whitaker. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> oh, man. If we end up with the 12th or 13 in seeding, are we still better than the Hornets? Uh, yeah, bro. I think we still better than the Hornets. That that Listen, the, the Hornets, they, they, listen, I don't trust that team to do anything right, bro. And I don't think LaMelo Ball does either. I think LaMelo Ball is literally waiting until he gets into his first restricted free agency. He's going to be like, hey, listen. Y'all just not match the contract, bro. Like, Jordan, listen, I fucked your wife. Just don't don't match my contract, bro. Like, please don't do it. Don't do it. Eric says, the dunk contest weak as hell. Give me Zion in the damn dunk contest. Well, make sure you guys are live over on NBA Central. Uh, we'll be live streaming uh, all the All-Star uh, festivities, so make sure you guys are tuned in for that. First of all, it's not even that bad as Ben Simmons, bro. Like, Ben Simmons is different, bro. That motherfucker don't even look like he even enjoys life right now. Like, when you look at Ben Simmons, Ben Simmons looks like somebody who literally found out in the same day that their baby mama was smashing their best friend, uh, that their mama also was getting smashed by their, their by their teammate, a.k.a. LeBron, um, that their dog died, that their cat fell out the window, that he lost his favorite shoe, his car got smashed, and he ended up finding out that not only does he have COVID, but he also has HIV. That's what Ben Simmons' life has turned into. Like, it's literally a cautionary tale of in all of niggadom. That, that's that's what hap has happened to Ben Simmons, bro. That's it. That that's that's all, bro. Like it's literally turned into like Ben Simmons is a cautionary tale into just like just how not you you don't how not to do life. Like just don't do it. But a biscuit, Lonzo to Charlotte for Lamelo. They can they have they the same difference. That's funny. Um, Lamelo, I think, is a little bit better defender. <laughs> Bulls will make the playoff after an All Star. We have a decent schedule to help rack up some wins. I mean, technically, we've had the easiest strength of schedule since, like, 
the second week of January. I mean, I just with the way that the Bulls have looked against sub 500 teams, having an easy schedule is almost harder for them. Like the Bulls are literally the can't get right of the NBA. Like it's just like it's yeah, man. I hope that they do though. I definitely hope that they do. Hey, listen, I, and I can't even be mad at him. If Ben Simmons after this contract is up, and about five years from now is like an analyst somewhere, he was like, yeah, you know, I I really knew that I was over basketball. Once the fans booed me in that playoff game, I really knew I was all, I was I was done with basketball, but I needed to get this money. If he just said that, I'd be like, all right, listen, I can't even fuck with you. I can't even be mad at you with that player. Like, get your checks. Get your checks. Mr. Laurel23 says, hey, just wanted to say, even though our team sucks, thanks for being a diehard, bro. I appreciate you, bro. Appreciate everybody. That's just wild, man. <sighs> All right, y'all. I got to get ready to go over there and do Locked on Bulls. Make sure you guys go over there as well to Locked on Bulls. But let's do this officially before I close out. Make sure you follow the show at Bulls Central Pod. You can send us any feedback, questions, comments, concerns, bullscentralpod at gmail.com. Lastly, if you want to leave a text message and our voicemail for our weekend mailbag episodes, the number to do so, 773-270-2799. We are the number one spot for everything Chicago Bulls related because of you guys. And like I like to end everything on, go Bulls. Love you guys, man. See Red, y'all. Peace, man. I I don't which what should I end it on this? Let's go ahead and do that. This has been a presentation of the Break Break Media. Media.